and welcome to Pops and Hisses, a music podcast where you hear from the artists you love. I'm your host, Kevin Coffey, and in this episode, we have Jenny Owen Youngs, a singer-songwriter and member of rock band LAX's. Jenny hasn't been touring or performing all that much since she started concentrating on songwriting, but she's released two things this year, a solo EP of her own and an album with the band LAX's. So along with Sam Barbera, Rachel White, and Steph Barker, Jenny formed the band last year and made an album with Panic at the Disco and Weezer producer Jake Sinclair. The record is a breezy, hazy, summery kind of rock record, but despite the fun and entertaining exterior, there's some really serious stuff going on in the album's lyrics. It's a great record that I've been enjoying a lot, and take the song Temporary Goodbye. So that's an album that's kind of a fuzzy power pop tune, but it's got lyrics like, I think I need a vacation, throw my phone in the ocean, time focused on burying my aching head in the sand. Takes on some uh, serious topics too. Like I said, I've been digging the record, and I was really happy to catch up with Jenny Owen Youngs to talk about that new EP of hers, the new LAX's record, how the band was formed, and how they've been creating music and music videos in a pandemic, and if we'll actually see LAX's on the road anytime soon. Real quick, I want to remind you that you can listen to the Pops and Hisses podcast and find music news, reviews, and interviews at popsandhisses.com. But right now, it's time for Jenny Owen Youngs from LAX's. Let's get into it. Well, I'm Kevin. It's nice to meet you. Thanks for doing nice this with me you. today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm in Omaha, Nebraska, so uh, I've seen you play through here before and elsewhere when I've caught you in other cities and stuff. So, Oh, right on. Yeah. So how are you? How's your day uh, going? My day. Wow. Uh, it's going good. Good. <laughs> I was going to say it's so rare. Uh, I feel like it's so rare to start by being asked how my day is going it's just uh <laughs> delightful i caught you off guard by asking like a non-music question right yeah <laughs> i didn't uh prepare for this where are my notes uh good glad you're having a nice day um so one thing i've just been kind of talking about with a lot of people is music world is complicated right now it's uh i mean for the last year we were like oh no no concerts and then i felt like over the summer i was like all right they're coming back people are going on tour and now it's like a really big question mark so um how are you handling things how's it going with those sorts of considerations and worries and i don't know it's just a lot to handle i'm sure it's uh definitely weird it's a weird time to do stuff i mean a lot of my work in the last handful of years has really transitioned to not be um like performance and on the road based Um, right you know i still do shows and i do like live tapings uh, of podcasts and stuff but the bulk of what i do is is more like you know like uh writing sessions or you know making recordings at home um that kind of thing so it hasn't been like a huge it's been like a weird adjustment and like everyone in the writing community that i'm a part of has like had to get used to writing songs over zoom which is a whole other weird so weird (laughs) (laughs) it's like it was enough it was like weird enough that we would like meet each other for the first time and sit down for like and talk for half an hour and then be like okay so let's bear our mortal souls to one another (laughs) uh, and try to make something beautiful and now it's like there's the added weird filter of and here we are on zoom and there's like a fractional delay that like you know so we like talk over each other a little bit you have to kind of like just adjust the pacing in your mind and everything um shows wise like i mean there definitely have been a couple things um that 
like I thought might happen that like aren't happening. But, you know, I feel so much worse for people who's, you know, like whole like if touring is a huge part of your life um, and a huge part of what you're doing on a, you know, daily, monthly, weekly, yearly basis. Uh, it's just it's so tough right now. And it's tough for right. like uh, people who are like labels are backlogged on their releases and tours that were supposed to happen a year and a half ago are trying to happen <laughs> now. So like people who maybe like are <laughs> the people who are just, you know, putting a record out now or whatever are like, cool, how can we tour? Every single room in the United States is booked for the you know for foreseeable future and also like maybe those shows are going to get canceled too we don't know right it used to be oh we're going to book this tour it's in six months or so and now it's like well you're looking at next fall <laughs> it's like a year out yeah yeah and and we have like just there are just no guarantees it's such a strange like psychologically exhausting time to be i, I can only imagine <laughs> my life is uncomplicated i sit in my house and i do interviews and podcast interviews and that's not changed <laughs> but like for you guys i just yeah. Well, like you were saying, the I want to talk a little bit about you kind of transitioning more to songwriting and 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 recording more than touring and stuff for sure. But God, doing that over Zoom's got to be so weird. I did a job interview and it was like it was like moving that again the normal awkward thing to like now it's everything feels like a radio interview where you have to wait and pause and wait for the other person to talk. And I can't imagine what that's like doing songwriting. That's got to be just bizarre. It's definitely very weird. Um, there have been some really great develop. Obviously, we've all gotten very used to Zoom. I was kind of I had moved from New York to L.A. and like was still writing with friends who were in New York. So I had like been doing some Skype writing before it became mandatory. So I had like a little bit of a flow going, you know, but it definitely is a just a wild adjustment. But thank God we're like all so such adaptable creatures there are like there's zoom of course and then there's like a program called audio movers where like somebody if you're working with a producer they can like use a plugin that like lets you that lets them create a stream of their pro tools session or logic session or whatever so like i can hear the track they're building that is really helpful but it also has like there have been because of that weird delay thing there have been times when you know i wrote a song with somebody they sent me the track i cut a vocal and sent it back to them and they were like oh you were hearing the vocal starting on the one and i was hearing oh, the vocal no. starting on the and so like we just had like this fundamental misunderstanding of what we were doing yeah so there just are being... things like that that you have to work around you right oh god i can imagine yeah just that half step <laughs> <laughs> and that yeah. just threw everything up. <laughs> yeah, the recording stuff has been interesting to hear from people and some people quarantining and then, you know, getting together in a studio just to make sure everyone's there. And then some people just recording the tracks at home and sending it back. And I can only imagine. So um, I guess that's a good way to transition into LAXs. Can you tell me a little bit about how, well, first, how that project came about and then uh, how you guys made this record. Was this made pandemic time and you were able to put it oh, together yeah. or was it before? Because like you said, everything's backlogged. So it's hard to figure out. Like, when did you make this? It could have been two years ago. <laughs> yeah, we completed this record in February of 2020. And then uh, the funniest thing happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I had... um. I'd been doing a lot of writing um, with my friend Jake Sinclair, who's an amazing writer and producer, and um, he 
just kind of asked me, he was like, hey, I feel like you and me and my friend Sam Barbera would like write some cool songs together. I really want to make this kind of a record and like nobody like I work, I write with a lot of artists, but like none of them want to make this kind of music. And it's something that's really exciting to me. Is this something that would be like fun and, and interesting to you? And I was like, yeah, like long winding Beatles uh, chord progressions and melodies, but then kind of like. Uh, more I think about the lyrical bent as kind of like queer Shangri-Las, just like um, irreverent and and really just like fun, but also like deeply concerned with like emotional stuff. Uh, so Jake and I started writing songs together and we would just get together when the three were all we're all songwriters. So we would get together like whenever we all had a, a free day. Right. And we wrote mm -hmm. the songs over like six or eight months, I think. Um, and with the, the the first seven songs of the band and i don't think we spent like none of those songs took more than four hours to write i would say they like between two and four hours it's just like it was just so fun and like every jake is just an amazing uh harmonic and melodic guy and sam is incredible lyric and melody and like everything just kind of like fit together really nicely and then we um we brought in R Rachel, um, who's the other guitarist, had been um, sitting in. She's been she's been Jake's um, engineer for a while, and she'd been like sitting in on the sessions. And then she ultimately um, brought in a song, uh, "Cocaine Girl." That's that's Rachel's song uh, for the for the band. And then we were like, we don't have a drummer, but I I knew somebody from back when I lived in New York, Steph Barker, who I'd just seen her like out on tour with a bunch of my friends, and was like, she's got this. She loves Art, Art Blakey. She's like got such a cool vibe, deep, deep groove. Maybe she would want to do it. And she was super down. And she brought a song in called Not Again. And um, we basically just like had worked. We had guitar vocal work tapes of everything. And then we went into uh, a studio in LA, uh, a tape studio, to basically arrange the songs and play them as the band for the first time while getting drums, basically. Like we were kind of recording yeah. everything live but the main point of us being in the tape studio was to get the drums and then like we got some guitars some uh, harmonium and then um over the next like you know bunch of months we would all kind of like swing by jake's studio to like do some guitar overdubs do some bass overdubs do some oh my god the number of vocal tracks <laughs> on this record oh my sweet lord in heaven so many vocal days uh it's burned into my memory uh, there are that, so I, I'm sorry. sorry. There was, there's just so that's not surprising to me. There's so many like gang vocals and harmonies and like little interplay things and vocals that, yeah, I, I imagine that was a lot, but that's cool here. Yeah. Yeah. So just like, uh, you know, weird fits and starts, like grabbing time as we could and then having some concentrated blocks. We wrapped up recording February 2020 and then we spent like a bunch of time trying to figure out like, how can we even take photographs together? How can we do anything? So it became kind of a game of like, all right, if we all quarantine and test and then go to like a beach, we can do like an outdoor shoot that won't feel like the, you know, scariest thing in the world. Um, you know, we made a, our first music video with, uh, Brendan Walter, who just did a one-man crew, he shot us on a green screens, you know, skateboarding through 
space and hell and whatnot. Like we just found <laughs> ways to kind of skirt the line of like, okay, what's the smallest way we could possibly do this uh, and and reduce the risk as much as possible? It's a weird thing. You like right when when have people ever <laughs> had to think about like how to like make music and supporting materials in w with the least amount of like risk the, the, like the smallest <laughs> health risks possible it's just wild and uh, you know it's obviously not just limited to music we're all just out here we've all just been out here like how can we yeah survive? it's cool to find the creativity because obviously you guys aren't the only ones to do it, but there's been all kinds of bands and it's a single camera. And if you really stop and think you might notice that, but I've noticed a lot of bands that video you guys made is so cool. And I wouldn't know that there weren't a bunch of different things. Like you guys pulled it off, <laughs> which has got to be so complicated. It's not like, okay, yeah, let's set up four cameras and have five people in here filming and we'll cut it all together. Someone's got to get each and every shot and, yeah, it, that's so funny to think about. How do we take a band photo? Well, everybody just go to this place and do it. Well, you can't do it that way. <laughs> you have to yeah. figure all this stuff out. It makes it, the littlest things so complicated. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, but but like you said, I mean, I think it's like it's really cool in some ways to see what people do when they can't do what they would normally do. Like, I feel like... Um, have you by any chance watched the the recent HBO series, The White Lotus? No, I haven't. It's on my list, and I like everything. I, there's eight thousand things, and they're on my of list. Of course, oh my god! But I want to. <laughs> well, I won't spoil a single thing for you, but I'll just say, you know, that it was born of the necessity for like uh, one contained locate, like a show that could take place in one location, so everybody could. Uh, be there and quarantine and like make it and then get out kind of deal and i feel like and mike white like wrote and directed every single episode which is like now kind of anomalous for television and like i feel like it yielded something that wouldn't have gotten made exactly how it got made in a different time in history you know yeah 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 um, okay well now it's jumped to the top of the list so <laughs> thank yeah, you it's, it's, it's definitely it's definitely special. Yeah. I hope you enjoy it. Well, yeah. Looking forward to that. It, you describing how you guys made the record sounds really cool. Like just how fortuitously things came about and how fast the songs came about. I mean, it's crazy to me that you said, oh yeah, we spent two to four hours on these songs and they sounds like they just kind of came together really quickly, um, which is really cool. And I feel like, well, there's two things. You said the, the queer Shangri-Las, which is a, a thing I would not have been able to put to thought, but you did it very well. And I'm like, now that's perfect. <laughs> so like, I love that, but it also the way you guys, the fun, it sounds like you guys had making the record really comes through. Like you guys touch on some deep stuff and some emotional stuff, but it almost sounds like you have your arms around each other, making these songs being like, yeah, we're in this together and we got this, <laughs> which is cool. Yeah. I think like, that's very much the spirit of the thing. And I, I feel like, I don't know. There are like so many like parts of it, like so many like little branches and twigs that come off of that central idea of like just like us. The whole point was like for friends to have fun making a thing, you know, and like, I don't know, Sam, Sam and I had never written together. I had just kind of met her at parties at Jake's and I cut my general impression of her uh, was just sort of like that girl's kind of like wild. <laughs> I'm going to just. <laughs> 
keep a safe distance. Uh, and like, you know, the first day that we wrote together, she came in, she, she like at that time lived down the street from Jake and she just like walked over and just came in crying. And I was like, whoa, I don't know this girl. And she had just gotten broken up with the night before. And we just like ended up having this like really intense, emotional kind of like bro down, you know? Yeah, that was one thing I wanted to ask about. I had read that. That was was that the first song you guys had written? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but that was the first. She's broken up with her girlfriend, and you guys are now sitting around, and not only commiserating, but like writing the song. Uh, and it's such a good song. So. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, man. I mean, like, I think that was just sort of like the like we just kind of dove right in, you know, like, uh, and I think like. Jake is really great at creating um, a space that is like very open to uh, a wide, a wide spectrum of like uh, experience and like the way that you interface with emotions. Like he's very, he can be very irreverent or he he really appreciates irreverence. And like Sam just has like very, um, uh, just like, you know, she's like a, I think she's like a triple Aries. She's very like forward motion oriented and, and she kind of will say anything, you know? And like, I'm much more sort of like uh, neurotic about the way that I word things when I'm thinking about lyrics, um, which, you know, has always just been sort of like my internal process, but it was so amazing to spend a bunch of time writing with somebody who to me like just felt like way more like free but also kind of like um you know just like sometimes goofy sometimes like sarcastic you know just like was willing to put anything in a song like any feeling in a song was like any feeling considered you know and i think like my uh neurotic approach and her let's throw it all at the wall approach kind of like came together and, and kind of like formed this new shared approach that I think is, is really cool. It's like really special to me. You know, yeah. I feel like she helped me take me, myself less seriously. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like the, the way you describe describing yourselves feels like maybe on the surface, that's not going to work, but one of you <laughs> pushing forward while the other one's kind of like, well, wait a minute, like kind of keeping each other in check to make the great, make the right thing yeah yeah it definitely we also like sam sings like really loud and she's got like a raspy voice and i like tend more sometimes i belt but i tend towards like the like softer lighter stuff and for a lot of our lead vocals we're actually singing into two sides of the same microphone and overloading the capsule so like we we would have to like measure i would have to be like twice as close to the mic as as sam was just so that we would like get the right blend like we were kind of like mixing ourselves just by based on our distance from the microphone and then when you overload the capsule like that it kind of like blends your voice into this like new third voice that didn't exist before which is really fun that's cool to hear you say that because i mean i don't obviously wasn't watching you record it but i could kind of pick up that (laughs) sense of you guys doing that and that also leads to just the feeling of those songs if you guys are leaning into the same mic uh yeah singing that way that's cool yeah and even just like even the um tracking the drums 
live when we had like never played the songs before and like we didn't even know them like that well you know i was playing guitar jake was playing bass sam plays bass on the record but just for like the drum tracking session jake was playing bass so sam could focus on doing like the right. vocals that yeah. would guide us rachel's playing guitar and steph was playing drums and like you know uh, i celebrate sam because that's like a difficult uh, position to be in to be like sort of like leading with the vocal when we're like we don't even know these songs uh <laughs> but like there are definitely places where you can hear we'll like do a big hit that's like a pause that should be like a whole note but it's kind of like it's not always like we don't always come back in where you expect us to because like sam's like you, you could hear sam like feeling the song out and like learning it and remembering it so like you know nothing's to a click nothing is like you know quote perfect but I right. think that like lends this energy, you know, it infuses the songs with with that same energy of like fun and exploration and like we're in this together. Yeah. And it but it gives that live feel to it that it, I mean, you guys are making these songs and um, I don't even know how I'm trying to say that. But yeah, like like you said, with the pauses, it just makes it feel so much more real. And like you guys are recording and having fun together, almost like we're watching you you know, listening in your headphones as you guys are playing a live show or something, which is really fun. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh, that's awesome <laughs> well it was it's kind of interesting to because knowing your journey to being like touring a lot more and being in new york moving to la uh you know writing more and stuff which is i'd love for you to tell me a little about that but it's really interesting that it then led to this project because yeah. you know you're writing with jake and then new people are coming in and now you formed a band <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's like i uh shifted my main focus from like doing artist stuff and touring to doing writing which then led to like this new artist thing which is yeah. funny and maybe will one day lead to touring if touring is ever a thing again right yeah um because the album just came out so i wondered if you guys had any plans but obviously everything's just kind of nutty right everything's now it's pretty nuts we are playing a release show in los angeles on september 30th I knock upon this wood before me, <laughs> right. praying that the show will indeed happen. <laughs> That's cool. And it, well, and this is all just crazy too, because it's been busy year for you because you released Echo Mountain earlier this year. Oh yeah. Um, yes. so, and then, I mean, what, that's six, not even six months apart. Uh, those two releases. Yeah. Well, the, the Echo Mountain process kind of started as like, it sort of like um, was m a little bit more of a snowball rolling downhill because Bandcamp started doing Bandcamp Fridays. So I was like, mm -hmm. oh, maybe I'll just like try to put out like a single on Bandcamp, like most Bandcamp Fridays or something, just like, you know, as another thing to do to like fo look forward to and have some fun. And then that kind of just I kept doing them and doing them. And then I was like, OK, I guess I should just bundle these and, you know, put together a, a more proper release. So it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, I'm doing a huge thing all at once it was more sort of just like uh gradual cumulative you know yeah um but i feel like yeah i don't know i i feel like i always have like 18 pots on the stove and i'm like <laughs> what's gonna be done now and will i be okay i don't know there's always stuff going on yeah i i, I like the feel of that release because those don't you may have written them separately and not intending them to ever be together but everything fits together really well in that uh on echo mountain it's a like cool oh thank you so much yeah. i when i was kind of like selecting songs to 
to work on for that project, it was sort of like, I feel like a lot of them just kind of like knit together on their own because I was like, at this point I have like, I don't know, like 20 or 30 songs kicking around for like my next record. And I was like, mm -hmm. okay, I wanna pick songs that I know like aren't part of that body of work. And like a lot of the songs that weren't part of that body of work just happened to be kind of thematically linked and share some like song DNA. Right, right. A little accident. And I realized after the fact that I wrote all of them while I was living in California by very close to Echo Mountain, uh, <laughs> which was not even, you know, intentional. Intentional. Yeah. Um, I really like Dungeons and Dragons. I, that's a funny statement. I actually really like Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> but I really like the song too. And I like how you kind of weave in all that imagery together. It's a really neat song. Oh, thank you so much. Um, that, yeah, that is, that is a song that is like very, you know, close to my heart. And like one of those songs that like was in the incubator for a long time, you know, I probably wrote like half of it and then just like kept coming back to it you know, a couple months later, a couple months later, a couple months later, sanding, polishing until it was like finally in its final form, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, which when you're, you know, like since I've started doing so much writing over the last like five or six years, uh, a lot of the time, you know, there's a song at the end of the day, which is like a weird, it's like a weird thing to get used to after you spend like a lot of your life writing a song in a month or perfecting a song over a year or whatever. And then it's like a song a day every day <laughs> yeah how do i do that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that was a really cool release i just it's 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 interesting too because that and uh like lax's don't really feel <laughs> that close together but they both came out in the same year and i both like both those things for different reasons so anyway oh yeah i i think about this or i've thought about this a lot too since like lax's started to since we started putting singles out basically mm -hmm. i've just been thinking like oh it's like really nice sometimes i feel pressure to rock or you know the equip my equivalent of rocking yeah um you know and and it's nice to have like a designated spot to like for the bops not that <laughs> i can't bop on my own but like it's nice to have a, a thing that's like that has its own feel and that has like a liveliness and and like a fun energy to it so yeah. that I can feel like, so I can really go down into the cave for, yeah, for my just, project. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that one, you, the other thing you can just feel like you can, well, I don't know that I would normally make this, but with this thing, I can just run off as far as I want and be crazy. Yeah. That's like, it's so cool and fun in that way. Like I have a couple other little projects that are sort of like in gestational stages mm -hmm. that are like, you know, similar to LAX's like different projects that I've started writing for with friends that I've I've made doing co-writing stuff and like they're all so tonally and sonically different and it it's just like oh I can I can do whatever <laughs> I want actually yeah uh, which is a really fun feeling to have that's awesome well I'm looking forward to what comes next. Do you know what comes next? You've, I mean, you've got these releases out, not necessarily doing a bunch of touring. So it's probably, you probably got a lot of things in the. Yeah. The Many things in the burner. I'm like, uh, I'm about halfway through making an EP of mine and I'm hoping to at least 
record a record my next full full length before the end of the year but it's all it's all tbd up in the air sure (laughs) awesome well um yeah that's most of the stuff i wanted to ask Uh, it's really cool to talk to you because i've liked so much stuff that you've done i used to listen to pirates on like repeat i love that song um and and seeing you when you come through omaha so um i know you're not touring quite as much but hopefully you come back through here sometime when you're able to it seems like an inevitability when when touring is once more what is like you know when somebody who uh doesn't uh just you know what i mean sorry i'm doing a bad job of (laughs) what i mean uh when I'm allowed to play shows, when everybody else has had their turn playing yeah. shows, then I can sneak back into the routing. Yes. Awesome. Well, cool. Thanks so much for talking to me today. Um, Thank you so much. It was really great to meet you and talk to you face to face. Oh my gosh, I, likewise. Thanks for listening to my talk with Jenny Owen Youngs from LAX's. Check out their album, Get Some, and keep an eye on their website, laxes.com. That's spelled L-A-E-X-E-S.com for some tour dates. Subscribe to the Pops and Hisses podcast on your favorite podcast app or head to popsandhisses.com where you can listen to the podcast and find more music news, reviews, interviews, and podcast episodes. I'm your host, Kevin Coffey, and you can follow me on Twitter as at Omaha Music Guy or find my page on Facebook by searching my name, Kevin Coffey. Thank you to Herd At Media, as always, for producing the show, and I encourage you to check out Herd At's network of podcasts. There's entertainment, there's fitness, there's sports, there's all kinds of stuff. Find them all and lots more at herdatmedia.com slash network. That's H-U-R-R-D-A-T media.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. A Herdat Media Production.